So we're going to hop right back into Masechet Mako. And uh, so we ended at the Gemara at the bottom of the page on Daf Gimel Amin Aleph. And today's Daf is Daf, I mean, today's Amud is Daf Gimel Amin Bet. But um, we ended at the bottom of Daf Gimel Amin Aleph last time. And um, just to recap on what the Gemara, what the Mishnah was talking about, it says that, that two Edim Zumim come and say that this guy, he got a loan on a 10, on a, on a, 30-day um, terms, 30-day terms, you only have to pay the money back in 30 days. And then the guy says, what are you talking about? It was on a 10-year term, meaning I have to pay it back in 10 years. So these, when these two Edim are found to be Zomimin, they have to, they don't give back the full amount of the loan because that's not what they were trying to inflict. They were trying to make him give the money earlier. So you give them the punishment that they have to, um, they have to pay, um the value of having the money for for the time for the difference in time meaning the value of of a, the value of a 30-day loan and the value of a 10-year loan are very different and so you you evaluate the value of those two loans and then the difference is what you charge that adim zomimin good okay it's another goes to the gemara amr yehuda amr shmuel yehuda said in the name of shmuel um, somebody, if somebody gives a loan for ten years, uh, something that you need to know is that every seven years is something called the Shemitah year, which is every seven years in, in Israel. And um, in the Shemitah year, all loans are null and void; that all the loans are forgotten. Now, it's written in the Torah that a that a lender cannot press the 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 borrower to pay it back. Meaning if I lend you a thousand dollars and then Shemitah comes around, I can't ask you for the thousand dollars. I'm not allowed to press you for it. So pretty much if I can't ask you for it, then it means that the the void the the the, the loan is null and void. So it 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 erases itself. So Amar of Yehuda Amar Shmuel sort of Shmuel says that if somebody lends somebody a loan for a ten year period, Shivaat Shviit Mish Mish Mishama Tato, the seventh year, the sabbatical year, the year of the Shemitah, it cancels it. The seventh year, the Shvi'it, the seventh year, which is the Shemitah year, cancels a loan. So if I give you a 10-year loan, then by definition, there has to be a Shemitah in the middle of those 10 years. So it'll cancel the loan. And even, and even though now we cannot apply the Lo Yigash, which means that that you can't press it because if I if I loan you something for ten years and the fourth year is the shemitah year, then then in the at the ten year mark, it's when he, the lo yigash comes into effect because at the ten year mark is when I would want to ask you for it. But because the shemitah happened at year four, the, it's null and void because that that loan existed during the shemitah year. So it says even though. That the lo yigash comes into effect way later. It comes into effect at the ten year mark. Li day lo yigash, but ultimately, it is going to be it's going to it's going to be a erased loan. The loan will not be paid because shemitah erased it. It has lo yigash involved. So, so the question. So he's pretty much asking, saying that what what is it? What is a ten year loan? How could there be a ten year loan? Shemitah is going to erase the loan. At a certain point in the middle, so what is this ten-year loan that the Mishnah is talking about? 
So Meitiv Rav Kahana. So Rav Kahana can, uh, uh, challenges the ruling. Ondim kama adam rotsa liten vehu liten vehiu elav zuz beyado. Bein liten mikan atroshim yom umikan ubein liten mikan ad eserchanim. So then Rav Kahana quotes our very Mishnah. And he says, what are you talking about? Clearly, according to this Mishnah, that you, that if there's a 10-year loan involved, the Edim Zumamin, you have to you have to evaluate the difference of of a 30-day loan and a 10-year loan, the monetary value difference between a 30-day loan and a 10-year loan. Now, if you were to tell me that the seventh year cancels it. Then the zomin should have to pay the full, the full amount. Because think about this: if somebody says, "Okay, I give you a thousand dollars, you have to pay me back in ten years," and then the seventh year comes, and and I mean the shemitah year comes and cancels it, so now I received for free a thousand dollars. But now two adim come and say, "What are you talking about? It's not ten years; it's thirty days." So I went from not having to pay anything. To uh, thirty days is is before the shemitah year. Shemitah year is going to be in year four. So all of a sudden now I have to. So now I have to pay. I went from having to pay nothing to having to pay a thousand dollars. So why are we evaluating the difference in the value of 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 a ninety day loan? I mean a thirty day loan in a in a ten year loan. It doesn't matter. The, the, the value difference is the thousand dollars that I borrowed because I went from having to pay nothing to having to pay a thousand dollars. So that's what the Edim Zomin were trying to inflict the full cost of the of the loan, which is a thousand zuz, not dollars. But I use dollars for simplicity, anyways. So he uses our Mishnah as a proof to this question. I mean, to refute, um, to refute, um, the opinion that the seventh year will cancer it, cancel. Cancel a ten-year loan. Okay, so then Amar Rava, so then Rava said in defense of Rabbi Huda's opinion, he says, What situation is the Mishnah dealing with? This Mishnah that we're dealing with now, it's dealing with al It's dealing with a situation where somebody lends something with collateral. What's collateral? He says, I'll take your I'll 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 take a hold of your um oh, I think of an item. Like I'll take your car, okay? And until you pay me back the thousand dollars, I'm gonna hold on to your car. That's called collateral. Collateral is when you give an item as insurance to the lender to say, I'll pay you back, hold on to this until I pay you back, and when I pay you back, you give it back to me. If I never pay you back, it's yours. So that's what. So so we're dealing with a case where somebody's dealing with a mashkon with collateral, or oh, or somebody who gives his loan documents to the to the to the courts. Ditzanam for we learned in the Mishnah. Hamalava al mashkon v'hamoser shtar al beitin and mashmitin and mashmitin. Um, because we learned in the Mishnah that if somebody gives uh, a loans based on collateral, or somebody gives his loan documents to the Beit Din, then then the then then the Shemitah year doesn't cancel the loan. So therefore, since we're dealing with this specific situation, you can't use our Mishnah to refute 
the opinion that the seventh year cancels alone because our situation is dealing specifically in cases where a seventh, the seventh year won't. It's a specific case, a specific situation where the seventh year won't cancel it. But as a whole, if these two things weren't met, if it wasn't based on Mashkon or if it wasn't um I mean, I mean, on collateral, or if the loan documents weren't given to the Beitin, then you could say that the seventh year cancels it. So now we're, we're going to have this discussion. It's going to be rephrased. It's the same discussion. We come to the same conclusions, but it's just a different flow of how it happens. It's an alternative. Um, uh, it was an alternative uh, recounting of the discussion. So Ika de Amre, there are those who say that the conversation went like this. He says, Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. So if Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, Hamalavet et Chavero Leeser Shanim, somebody who loans his friend, uh, who loans to his friend or his fellow, uh, loan for a ten-year period. Ein shviit meshamateto. The seventh year does not cancel the loan. Ve'afal gav the ateli de lo yigash. And even though this loan, the lo yigash, isn't happening. At this, at the Shmiti year, it's happening at the ten-year mark, way later. Hashta, hashta miha. Nevertheless, now at the time of the, at the, at the time that the debt is canceled is during the Shmiti year. Hashta miha. Nevertheless, now lo belo yigash. We can apply the rule of lo yigash of you cannot press it when the when the loan is done. So now, if you look before, what was what was Rav Shmuel's opinion? He says Rav Shmuel said that that the Shemitah cancels it. But here, in, in the initial telling, but here in this saying, in this telling, Rav Shmuel says Shemitah does not cancel it. And then Rav Kahana, who initially in the other version disagreed with with Shmuel, all of a sudden now you see him agreeing with Shmuel and giving in a, uh, with Rav Shmuel and giving. Uh, support. He says, Amar of Kahan, Rav Kahan, says, Af Ananami to Tanina, we also learned in the Mishnah, Omdim Kama Adam Rotsa Liten Liten Vihu Elev Zuz Beado, Bain Liten Mikan Achoshim Yom, Uvain Liten Mikan Adeshashanim. So then Rav Kahan says, As support, look at our Mishnah. Our Mishnah is saying that we assess, the, when we assess, and in this situation that we have, where Edim Zomin come and they lie about the, about the, the length of the terms. We assess the difference in the value of a 30-day loan and a 10-year loan, and that's how much Edim Zomin had to pay. And if you were to tell me that the, that the Shemitah year cancels it, then the Edim Zomin have to pay the full value, because it went from paying nothing to the full value. So if Kahana is supporting Shmuel this time, because Shmuel's opinion is the opposite now. So before, Shmuel said that Shemitah year cancels it, and Rav Kahana refutes. But here we're saying that, Shmuel, that Rav Shmuel says that Shemitah does not cancel it, and Rav Kahana is showing his support by bringing in our Mishnah. Except then, Rava refutes the opinion of Rav Kahana and Rav, of, of Rav Yehuda, who, uh, in Rav Yehuda's opinion, Rav Shmuel's opinion. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. Yeah, Rav, and Rav Shmuel's opinion. It says, Amar Rava, but Rava says, 
Here, what are we dealing with? Where we're, that you can't use this Mishnah as support for that opinion. What are we dealing in this Mishnah? We're dealing with a case with, with collateral. Or somebody who gives his loans to the to the, to the courts. And we learned in the Mishnah. That and we learned in the Mishnah that is somebody who 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 loaned based on collateral, or somebody who or somebody who um, or somebody who um, or somebody who gives their or gives their loan documents to the Beitin, the seventh year doesn't cancel it. So now we're going to talk about. So we're so we're already talking about Rav Yehuda, who's, who's bringing Rav Shmuel um, in regards uh, Rav Yehuda, who's who's bring, who's bringing up the name of Shmuel in the in the discussion of the Shemitah year. So now we're going to say, Do you know what? Let's let's bring in. Let's talk about it more. Let's see what else he has to say. So the, so the Gemara says another thing. Somebody who says to his friend, Almanat Shalo. Um, if somebody says, gives a loan, he says, hey buddy, I'll give you a loan for 10 years on condition, pay attention to the wording, it's very important. It says, on condition that the seventh year, the Shemitah year, does not cancel it, then the seventh year cancels it. On the condition that the sabbatical year not cancel the debt. The debt is still canceled. So the Gemara analyzes this ruling. It says, Maybe it's because, should we say that Shmuel, it's because Shmuel holds the opinion that that this this condition is something that goes against something that's in the Torah. So, so if you make you can make any condition you want when it comes to loans, but if you make a condition that goes against something that's written in the Torah, that condition is null, null and void. It doesn't work. So he says maybe we hold that maybe Shmuel holds that that this is considered a condition that goes against a, a Torah law, and therefore it's it's void. So Matana Alma Shikatova Torah that this that this is a stipulation that's contrary to what's in the Torah. Vikoha Matane Almanachikov Torah and anything that's 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 a condition that goes against what's written in the Torah, Tenau Batel is null and void. So the Gemara asks this can't be. Why? It says Vha Itmar. But we have a situation where Shmuel said something that would contradict that. He says, Ha'omer lechaveiro. So Shmuel said in another case, somebody who says to his friend, lecha alai He says, on the condition, it's it's usher to rip somebody off in a in a business deal. You can't rip someone off. So if Shmuel says, on condition that you can't rip that, that on condition that you have no claim of price fraud against me, that you have no claim that I cheated you. Rav Omer Rav says Yeshua that the buyer can still, even though he agreed to this condition, claim fraud on the sale. Ushmuel Omer, but Shmuel says that the that the buyer doesn't have the right to claim on him uh, to claim on him price fraud. So right here we see a situation where where ripping somebody off is against halacha. 
So then, except then you have Rav Shmuel who says that you can that you, that you can make a stipulation that goes against the halachic ruling, which is that you can't rip somebody off. If if um, so, so Rav Shmuel is saying that if somebody that if somebody makes that stipulation, even though it's against halacha, you're allowed to make that stipulation. So how could Shmuel hold that? That that making a stipulation against the Torah law is usher, because here we're seeing that it holds water, according to Rav Shmuel. Chen Gemar M answers, Ha itmar ha itmar Allah, because because it has been said about the statement that we just mentioned. It says Amar Rav Anan. Rav Anan said, Ledidi mefarsha le minei d'shmuel. It was explained to me personally by by Rav Shmuel. If he said the exact words, which is on the fact that you have no claim of fraud against me, meaning you forfeit your right to 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 claim fraud, then the person cannot give up. I mean, that person cannot claim fraud. He can't claim fraud because he gave up his right. But if the condition is he says, on the condition that there is no such thing as ona'a, meaning on the condition with the words that there is no ona'a, it's not lecha. It's not in our case you can't claim fraud. He's saying that there's no ona'a at all. Then the buyer could claim fraud. So so just to, to recap, if, if the seller says, listen, I'll sell it to you at this price on condition that you cannot claim fraud against me. Then that works because the the buyer knowingly forfeited his rights, specifically his rights in this situation. But if the seller says on condition that the whole idea of oh, there's no such like the, that oh no there's no oh no period not in our specific case period there is no such thing as oh no so then. You, that's clearly going into Torah because the Torah clearly states that there is such thing as Ona. So that that is wrong. That's then that then that stipulation is void, and the person could claim um, fraud. So the Gemara is going to apply that logic to our situation now. So Afinami. So here too, Almanat If somebody says on condition that you will not cancel your debt with me on the sabbatical year, meaning this specific case, then then the seventh year does not cancel it because you agree to forfeit your right of having the seventh year canceling it as the borrower. But if the verbiage is used, but if the verbiage is used that the seventh year won't cancel this loan, then you're going against something that's written in the Torah, because the Torah says that the seventh year will cancel this loan. It's not that you're giving up your right, you're saying that the seventh year won't cancel it, it won't work. So, so in the seventh year, cancels it. So now we're going to go into the next teaching. We want to teach us something else. If somebody lends to his friend money with no terms, no time limit, just pay me whenever. I'll give you $1,000 that you need $1,000. Uh, whenever I need the money or you can give me the money back, give me the money back. So so somebody who lends his friends, stam, that's what stam means. It means that there's no deadline associated with the loan. 
Eino rashai letoveo pachot mishloshim yamim. The loaner, the lender, cannot press the borrower to pay the money back under 30 days. Meaning if I give you money with no deadline, I'll just ask for it when I need it. That means that there's specific, that there's at minimum 30 day period where, where, the, where, the loaner, where the lender cannot ask for the money back. So Rabba Barbarchana came under Rav Lemaymar. So Rabba Barbarchana said next to Rav uh, this opinion. He says, "Hanimili bemelave b'shtar." This is only regarding somebody who who writes a contract, uh, a contract for the loaning. The law of an inish the tarach dichtiv shtar. So if somebody, because because nobody's going to go through the whole process of writing a contract for a loan that's going to be less than thirty days. Writing a, writing a shtar, writing a contract takes is, is it not easy business. So somebody won't go through the go through the whole process of writing a shtar, getting it signed, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, for something that's going to take less than thirty days. So if I lend something to you with no deadline, using a using a using a contract, then even though that there's no contract specified on the document, since we went through the whole process of writing a document, we could assume that it's not going to be a small time 30-day loan. I mean, less than 30-day loan. It's going to be at least 30 days or more. Now we're going to learn that in here. It says, the law of it in the tariff, um, the, uh, the cut of star, because it would be unusual for a person to make to, to work that much. But Sir Mit... Mitlatin yomin. If it, if if it was for a loan that's less than thirty days, it's too much work for such a small time loan. Aval milva al al But if somebody uses a verbal exchange, then that's not true. So if I write a contract that says there's no deadline, then then I can't then I can't ask you less than thirty days. But if I just give you money and I say just pay me back whenever, since so, so when that whenever, since it's not so formal, then there's no understanding that it's going to be less than 30 days because the work wasn't put in. So clearly, so there's no like connotation that like, oh, he meant in more than 30 days. Amalei Rav. Rav tells him he's going to reject it. He says, My uncle Rav Chia said this to me. He said, This applies to somebody who, who, who lends on based on a contract and somebody who applies from a verbal agreement. It doesn't matter if it's written or not. If, 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 if somebody gives a loan with no due date, there's a minimum of 30 days before he could start asking for the money back. So the Gemara cites another Brita which supports this opinion that Rav said in the name of his uncle, Rav Chia. Says Tanya Nami Hachi. We also learn in a brayta as well. Hamalave et chaveru stam. If somebody lends to his friend uh, money without a dead without a deadline, eno rashay letoveo pachot mishoshim yom. He cannot demand the money back for less than thirty days. Echad hamalave bishtar vechad hamalave alper. Somebody who lends based on a on a written document, or somebody who's um, or somebody who's who does a verbal a verbal agreement. So I'm not going to say why does why why do people hold this way? What's the source for this opinion? So Omar Lay Shmuel Lematna. So Rav Shmuel said to Rav Matna, Lotetev Akaraich, don't sit down at the Farshat La Leha Shmata until you explain this teaching 
Minaha mitlata yom mitlata da amarabanan. From where the rabbis get this rule that from un, from where do rabbi where do the rabbis get this rule? Minaha hamelave et chaveru stam that if somebody gives uh, gives the money with no due date. That they that they they can't that they can't collect under thirty days. And so so Shmuel said to Rav Matan, "Don't sit down until you explain to me where the rabbis get is the source for this opinion that that um that you can't pay back somebody that you that you can't collect under thirty days, um if whether it's by star or whether it's by by mouth, um if if there's no due date specified." Oh, am I bad? There's somebody who does it by mouth, or somebody who does it somebody who does it orally, or somebody who does it written down. So Amrle, he answered him. He said, Dikhtifer is written. Karva Shmita. Says in the Torah in the Torah that this that the seventh year approaches Karva Shnata Sheva, the seventh year comes close. Shnata Shmita. The Shmita year. So it says the seventh year, and it says the Shemitah year. So then it says, If the Torah says that the seventh year is approaching, Don't I know that it's referring to the Shemitah year? So, so why is it saying the Shemitah Shemitah afterwards? So it's saying the seventh year, the year of the Shemitah is coming. If it says the seventh year, I know that that's Shemitah. So why? So why do I? So why does it repeat it? Why is it redundant? Why does it say the seventh year, the year of the shemitah? If so, what's the purpose of it saying this, this, the year of the shemitah? So it's, so it says lomar lach to teach you that there's an inyan that we have to learn before we go further in the gemara that that uh, in regards to orla, if you can't you can't um, eat fruit from a tree that's under three that's been planted for less than three years. But that's not three years from the date of the planting, that's three calendar years. So now let's say that I so it's from three Rosh Hashanahs pretty much. Kind of. It's like giving a very rudimentary explanation. So let's say I plant my tree a week before Rosh Hashanah. Does that year count as its first year? The answer is no. The halacha is that it has to be thirty days before Rosh Hashanah for that year to count. So, so, so now we can continue. It says, So what is it trying to teach us when it says Shnat Shemitah? That extra words. So it's Lomar to teach you. That there is another Shemitah, meaning that there's another, um, there's another time period that, that has the, the same properties as the as as shmita, ezezo, which which time period has these properties? Somebody who lends his money without a, spec, a specified due date, that he cannot ask the money back with um, for less than thirty days. Damar Mark, because the, 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 the masters say, because the Rabbanim say, Shloshim Yom Bashana Chashuf Shana. That 30 days is considered a year. So in Orla, we say, in Orla, we say the 30 day, that 30 days counts as a year. So then you can say that the Shemitah year could also be considered, where the Shemitah year, you can't cancel it, 
I mean, you can't collect it after the, the Shemitah year. So that's a year. The 30-day equivalent would be the 30 days after somebody gives a loan stam without a due date, then the, the borrower, I mean, then the lender cannot collect under the 30 days. He, that For 30 days, his ability to collect is canceled as well for those 30 days. So now it's going to go into... Uh, into a whole discussion with the mikvah and, and the lugin and the, and the chavit, but um, that's a whole nother sugya, kind of. It's just going to go into other things that Rabbi Huda said. It doesn't have to do with what we're learning now. And um, I've kind of gone over. I tried to aim at now. I realized 25 is the magic number, 25 minutes. So, chazak baruch, and uh, b'zad Hashem, I'll see you tomorrow.